From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Morning Edition. And thank you for joining us this morning. We made it to the weekend. It is Friday, February 16th. Okay, I'm getting excited now. The weekend's here, so let's get started. Some kids started passing out, and the fire truck had to come and pick up some kids with the ambulance. A mystery illness in a North Bay classroom. Dozens of students fall sick, but what's causing the problem? This community has fought back. It's always in strength in numbers, and it just speaks volumes to how much, uh, you know, we can all come together. It's a neighborhood that sticks together through the struggle and the strength, the resilience of San Francisco's Chinatown. I consider myself more of an activist now rather than a fan. Um, it feels like we're just fighting to keep this team here and keep them in Oakland. Before you know it, it will be baseball season, but A's fans have a lot more on their minds. Where is their team going to play after this year? Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? She's being called the Steph Curry of the women's college game, and now she's entering the history books. Uh, I'm Gianna Franco, and she's really good. I love talented people. <laughs> Me too. Smooth and silky is what Tony DeCopo called that. And, you know, when you're compared to Steph Curry, that's accurate description there. I'm Nicole yeah. Loomis. Reed Cowan is off today. Why don't we take a live look outside on this Friday morning? And this is the view from our Sutro Tower of fog Ooh. and clouds. Can we go back to Scuttle? I know. The cute little bird with the beautiful background, because this is not exactly a beautiful background, Jessica. Is this going to burn off today, hopefully? Kind of liked it. It's mysterious <laughs> a little bit with, like, the cloud cover with the buildings peeking through. I like it, but my science brain is just thinking, ah, oh, high relative humidity, light winds. That makes sense that we're seeing that now, and that's the case this morning. We are seeing some of that fog roll in and out of the peninsula and also up in the North Bay, too, due to those two ingredients that are put together, of course, those light winds. And high relative humidity. Now, the more south we go into the Santa Clara Valley as we wake up and head out the door, well, it's a little bit different for our visibility. A lot better, actually, for our friends down near San Jose. This is our live cam from our Black Mountain. Now, as we extend all the way down into the Santa Clara Valley, we're talking about upper 40s, low 50s in the San Francisco right now, and we're seeing upper 40s also for friends in areas like Nevada, Petaluma, and Santa Rosa. We had one of the most beautiful sunrises I've seen in a while here in the Bay, and it paints a good picture as to what we can see today. Partly cloudy skies, mild conditions, daytime highs right around average, but there's big changes in the forecast for us, and that starts tomorrow morning. In the early morning hours, rain chances start to increase. We're going to see showers throughout our Saturday forecast, our Sunday forecast, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week, too. This is a setup as we head into the next five days of consistent showers with little breaks at times. So let's talk about that, at least starting off with tomorrow morning. Today, we have light winds moving in from offshore. Tomorrow morning, we wake up with light drizzle around the 6 a.m. hour, widespread throughout the bay. It starts to ramp up as we head into the afternoon hours tomorrow. And I'm going to time the storm out for you Saturday and Sunday because they're both first alert weather days coming up in just a bit. For now, over to you, G. Jessica, thank you. I do want to talk about public transit this morning. Everything is on time right now. There's the good news. Heads up, though. BART will be replaced by buses between Richmond and El Cerrito del Norte stations starting Saturday through Monday, February 19th. This is due to track repair work. The red line Richmond to Millbrae will be canceled. Riders in the area, you should anticipate delays of up to 20 minutes. Millbrae riders will be served by a shuttle train between SFO and Millbrae. So check that schedule if you're using BART this weekend or plan to. San Mateo Bridge. Not bad. It's been a pretty quiet commute for the most part on our freeways. It is Friday. It's also a getaway Friday for a lot of people maybe heading out of town for the long weekend. But overall, quiet there. It might be busier later on, though, as uh, that Friday gets underway for the afternoon commute.
Breaking news this morning, Alexei Navalny, the most prominent critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin, has reportedly died in prison. Russia's Federal Prison Service says Navalny lost consciousness today after a walk and then died. He was behind bars for the past three years. He returned to Russia after surviving a nerve agent poisoning that he blamed on the Kremlin. During his career, he campaigned against corruption, organized protests, and ran for public office. Alexei Navalny was 47 years old. It's time now for a look at this morning's top stories. Two teenage suspects are expected to be charged today in this week's mass shooting at the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City. Authorities now believe an argument between multiple people led to the gunfire on Wednesday as thousands of Chiefs fans gathered. The more than 20 victims range in age from 8 to 47. They include 43-year-old DJ Lisa Lopez Galvan, who was killed. Kansas City's mayor posted a tribute and photo with the beloved local radio host while her family remembers her loving spirit. The first time you meet her, you will become her friend. That's just who she was. Um, if you are a person in need, she would try to do whatever she can to help. Several firearms have been recovered as investigators ask for more witnesses and anyone with video footage to come forward. Taking a live look at Oakland, where later this morning, Governor Newsom will be in town to address homelessness. He plans to announce the latest round of Home Key Awards. These are geared towards transforming vacant buildings, including former offices and hotels, into housing for young people who need it. Six students in Napa were taken to the hospital after some kind of mysterious illness swept through their classroom. As many as two dozen kids at Vintage High School suddenly experienced nausea, headaches, and fatigue. The district said it happened inside a choir classroom at the beginning of the school day. The fire department and PG&E crews tried to figure out what was causing the problem while the rest of the school sheltered in place. The teachers were getting emails and they were all like in a whole email chat about what was going on. No one still really knew other than like some kids started passing out and the fire truck had to come and pick up some kids with the ambulance. The big question, why, seems to be a medical mystery. We didn't find anything. No readings on our monitors, but we're still at a loss as to what caused this. First responders said they didn't detect gas or carbon monoxide in the choir room. The condition of the six students taken to the hospital still unknown. Well, it's a big election year with you deciding in November who should be president for the next four years. But you're also voting on another big race in the Senate. By now, you have probably received your ballot for the March 5th primary, which is now less than three weeks away. One of the most consequential races is the one for the U.S. Senate seat held by the late Senator Dianne Feinstein for over 30 years. Now, it's a crowded field with more than two dozen names appearing on the ballot, but there are four front runners. The California Elections and Policy poll finds Democrat Adam Schiff of Burbank leads with 25 percent. Democrat Katie Porter from Irvine and former L.A. Dodger Republican Steve Garvey are tied at 15 percent. And Democrat Barbara Lee from Oakland is trailing with 7 percent. And as our Katie Nielsen explains, whoever wins the Senate seat will have some big shoes to fill. Donna Crane is a political science professor at San Jose State University. But before going into academia, she was a longtime lobbyist in Washington, D.C. 
often working with senators from California, including Feinstein. She was formidable. You know, she was a woman of substance for sure. And she brought a tremendous amount of gravitas to that job. So filling those roles is going to be nearly impossible for anybody. Crane says whoever wins the seat will have to bring their own style Mr. of leadership Garvey, to Washington. We have the chance to continue to play uh, a big role in the Senate, but it's going to look different. Frontrunners Adam Schiff and Katie Porter are already known on a national stage. Schiff, for his involvement in the impeachment proceedings of President Donald Trump. We must say enough. He has betrayed our national security and he will do so again. He has compromised our elections and he will do so again. And Katie Porter for her whiteboard breakdowns. Revlimid is cost $763 per pill. I'm curious, did the drug get substantially more effective in that time? Did cancer patients need fewer pills? How did you change the formula or production of Revlimid to justify this price increase? But longtime House Representative Barbara Lee from Oakland is having a more difficult time gaining traction statewide. She's probably suffering from the fact that she just is not quite as skilled at raising money because she's represented Oakland and Berkeley and not seen as as much of a national figure. Barbara Lee, there she is right there. That's a major concern for Bishop Bob Jackson at Acts Full Gospel Church in Oakland. She understands the plight of the inner city and what's going on, especially with people of color and people who are less fortunate than others. So having that understanding goes a long way. I look at politics and public service as being able to not tinker around the edges, but dismantling systems that are barriers for full and equal opportunity for everyone. Bishop Bob says he's worked with Barbara Lee many times over the years and worries the state won't be fully represented if both of the state's senators are from Southern California. Barbara Lee doesn't have the kind of money that's backing her but she's from Northern California. So where are we going to be if all of these Southern California uh, people begin to win the Senate race and become senators for the California? Will we be represented? Will we have a voice? It's separation of powers, checks and balances. But according to Crane, that's been a longstanding issue in the Senate since there are only two for the entire state. A lesson she's teaching to her U.S. politics class. This is a really, really important seat for California. We have just started talking about this race in my classes. There is no state as big and diverse as California is. So um, we have a special challenge in finding somebody who can equally represent both regions, the North and the South. California's primaries are somewhat unique in that the top two vote getters will move forward to the general election regardless of their political party. So that means we could actually see two Democrats facing off in November. And let's not count out the Republican Steve Garvey. The former L.A. Dodgers star is offering himself up as an alternative to the Democrats. And experts say he has a good shot at advancing in November. Steve Garvey just has to be kind of mediocre. He just has to be fine uh, to be second place. The reason for that is that Republicans kind of stay home to party. Democrats scatter all over. It's a deeply blue state. And there are other Republican candidates, like, for example, uh, Eric Early. But Steve Garvey is clearly in the driver's seat. Well, again, the California primary is on March 5th. Stay with us. We will bring you more election stories from your communities as we approach voting day.